0: Welcome back to My 99 Cents, a podcast about youth in business and politics. I'm your host, Kaffiana, and I'm here with my co-host, James.
1: Today is a very special day because not only is it our very first episode, but we also have the privilege on having one of my biggest role models, Gary Undarsa, one of the founders of Ticket.com. A little bit nervous, but definitely <laughs> excited.
0: Yeah, same goes for me. I've always looked up to him not only because of his success in the digital startup with Ticket.com, but also because how he made it despite the odds of being a millennial.
1: Yeah, he really is doing great things and inspiring so many people. But let's just cut to the chase and meet this man. I've been looking forward to this call all day. Hi Uncle Gary. Hey, hello. Hi, so I'm here with my friend Katiana. Hi, hi, I'm I'm here with my friend Katiana.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, hi. Hello. looking forward to talking with you guys. Well,
0: why don't you just start off by telling us a little bit about yourself, um, what is like your main occupation and all that.
2: Okay, so, yes, how are you guys doing? Uh, and probably, well, uh, I'm Gary. Right, uh, As you guys, some of you guys already know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm from Ticket.com, uh, right now uh, I'm, I'm one of the co-founders of Ticket. Uh, right now also the chief uh, marketing officer, right? Uh, and yeah, I mean like been here, been in the industry for the past nine years. Uh, before that, I was in Canada with IBM for around four to five years. Uh, around four, uh, four four years, and then, yeah, I mean, got my degree from there, right.
0: Wow, you founded a really successful business, ticket.com. And I know however that like um, other people are scared of becoming an entrepreneur like you because of like, you know, the big risk. They're scared of failing and obviously it's also a big investment to start off, right? How were you able to like overcome that sort of fear knowing that Ticket.com dot com was such a big investment and you were very young when you started?
2: Uh well I think I think the whole idea is actually uh it's not about the idea actually uh, I think I think the first step is identifying the problems that you're trying to solve right so uh why why we were so confident in building Tech.com is pretty straightforward because uh, Indonesia is a big country uh, at that time we have around two hundred forty million people and uh, these people living. In in uh, multiple islands, right? So uh, they actually need to travel here and there. But the problem is, uh, in 2010, 2011, uh, there was there was no online solution for that. So we just have to make one, right? And back then, apparently, there are, uh, there are already other alternatives in other countries, right? Uh, so we actually have, uh, for example, in, in, in the US, in, the, in Europe, in China, there are already a lot of online travel that's actually been very successful. So what we're doing now in Indonesia is actually we're just replicating the success and then localize uh, localize the business, you know, uh, with uh, with Indonesian Indonesian standard, plan. And that's actually the reason why we we're so confident. I mean, if if they can be very successful in other countries, right? It's already proven profitable and all those things. Why we cannot do it in Indonesia, which is actually Uh, the fourth uh, most populous country in the world, right? So it just makes sense.
1: So was Ticket.com like your first idea? Because like, as you said, uh, you were from IBM in Canada and then you came home and you created Ticket.com, right? Was this like the first idea or did it take a while before you found the idea?
2: No, I mean, like we, uh, well, after IBM, you know, before that I was working in a department store first, right? Uh, For a couple months and then... And then we, and then me and my partners, we started uh, another company. Uh, I think, I think before Ticket, we had around three, three startups. Uh, We had an agency. We also had a social media uh, company, and then also another one. We also had um, uh, an online reader magazine before Ticket.com. And then finally, uh, when I started Ticket.com, back then, the idea was there. Uh we bought the we bought the domain. Uh we bought the domain even though it was very limited money and it was very expensive. The domain itself it cost us around 30000 dollars So it was very many, uh, without any execution. So just the domain. Uh, we had no team, right? Uh, so the domain was just parked there for like a couple months. And I just thought, hey, you know what? I think we should do this. So you know, we just we just started. We we actually started with a very limited number of people. Uh, we focus on there. We just make sure that that everything goes well, uh, and just and just put all your heart and all your time and focus there. You know, it's not easy. It, it, it's not easy, but you know, uh, because we know that at the end of the day, there must be someone that will be successful in this sector, right? And other time there was no other uh, meaningful competitors, right so we just do it there after we started then there are there are a couple other ones that's actually starting
1: yeah. it's seeing that like you weren't so sure about the success at first and now you're, you've been you were able to grow Ticket.com to be like, really successful like for startups like in general how do you think they become successful like what Made ticket.com dot com successful.
2: So I think there are certain uh, factors, right? Uh, when you're starting a business, business timing is always important, you know. Yeah, but if the timing is not correct, then it means nothing. For example, if you're starting, uh, if you're starting an online travel two years after I started, then it was practically none. Uh, it was very hard. It's already very expensive. And the competitor is already too big. Um, so, yeah, timing is very important back then. Uh, on top of that, obviously, uh, I think funding, right? Um, there has to be uh, some kind of a certain fund to start things off. Um, and in this case, because the idea is very big, so we actually need quite a substantial amount of funding. Uh, so we finally, after after multiple, uh, I think around 30, 30 or 40 uh, investor pitch, uh, finally we get Uh, we get one that actually believe in the idea, right? And finally, we can start it. Uh, But that enough is not, I mean, that's, those things are not enough. You know, at the end of the day, the most important part, if you ask me, I think is the partnership, right? Uh, Me and my partners, uh, we had very different, very unique skill sets and we were very different to each other. And I think that contributes to the success because it kind of, it kind of, what do you call it, Uh, completes each other, you know? It kind of completes the whole picture, right? It kind of completes the whole skill set that we need. So that's that's actually very, very important. But I think, lastly, the most important part is actually resilience. Because, uh, you know, like starting something is very hard. Uh, I mean, starting something is very easy, but maintaining it and actually growing it is very hard, you know? So it's not just about starting things off but it's more on growing and maintaining and focus on what we want to do you know and also know when to stop you know also know when to stop and also also know when to invest more you know mm.
0: yeah I think a lot of people have this misconception that, you know, digital startups like Gojek, like Ticket.com, you know, success came like really quickly because it is true. Like Ticket.com, Gojek, it boomed really quickly. But was it hard? Like was the first few years until it became profitable, um, was it really hard to persevere? And how did you get through that in the end?
2: So if you ask me uh, if it's hard, you know, definitely, you know, nothing is easy in this world, right? (laughs) <laughs> uh, but uh, especially making money. I mean, like nothing nothing is easy uh, when it comes to making money. Um, uh, you know, probably the most interesting fact is that people know ticket.com probably only around three years ago. Before three years ago, uh, very rarely people know ticket.com because, I mean, the first six years from 2011 until 2016, 2017, we were very limited in funding, uh, very limited in team, you know, so we cannot really grow. Uh, it, was, it was tough. So the first six years was really tough. Uh, there were some breakthrough, right? We were actually the pioneer in almost every single travel practical. We were the first one in, in, in flight, we were the first one in, in, in train tickets, we were the first one in car rental, we were the first one in attraction and also concerts, right? The only thing that we are not the first one is actually hotel. Uh, there was already a big player for hotels so we were the pioneer but that uh, but with very limited funding uh, and our competitor back then they 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 had very very big funding right so it was it, it was a challenge for us uh, and i think um, to the first 6 years it was tough and actually in 2017 uh, we were actually in the brink of uh, of closure you know uh, the money was very limited. Uh, it was run dry. Uh, the 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 burn rate it was it was quite. If, even though we tried to manage it, but still, I mean, the rate is burning, so we still have to pay for the employees and all those things. We only have around two months left. Uh, it was challenging, but uh, thankfully, and I think thank God, uh, I think I think the timing couldn't just uh, couldn't be more perfect. Uh, the founders, we we talked with uh, with the investors. We talked with the investors, uh, and somehow we, got, uh, we finally got our partners, which is actually Jarum. And, and the first three years has been amazing. So we can really push it really hard uh, on every sector, uh, especially on marketing and exposure, and also product and tech. You know, not just about telling people to know your product, but also you need to have a good product, right? Yes. <laughs> well, um, frankly speaking, people, uh, people always assume that the best partner or a good partner is someone that that you're very comfortable with, right? But I think that idea itself it already brings up a lot of uh, questions. Why? Because a good partner is not about whether you're comfortable or not. But I think a good partner is someone that can challenge uh, challenge you. You know, someone that has different skill set, someone that has different ideas. It's probably that person not necessarily uh, very fit 100% with you. You know, probably you have a very different way of work with the, with, uh, with, with the partners. But I think that's the beauty of it, right? I mean, like, to... Uh, if each partner is different and is unique everyone can learn from each other you know everyone started to depend on each other and everyone started to meet each other right not just that but we can focus on our specialty we can focus on our our uh, our, our skill our best skills right and actually relying on other partners to to focus on their skills to do their part so i think the first step is to find the right partner is actually find someone that has the skill that you don't have, you know. That that's, that's probably one of the best advice that we can have, you know. Do not uh, do not find someone that exactly looks like you, in terms of the way you work, in terms of what you like, you know. Uh, you're not you're not trying to find a friend here, right? You're 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 trying to find a business partner. It's very different, even in a uh, even in a relationship, you know. Even in a, in a relationship, uh, you know, usually, uh, usually husband and wife have very different characters and they have very different mindset, you know. And that kind of completes the whole picture, you know, uh, especially on business partners, it's, it's actually important to have different, different
1: views, different skills uh, with your partners. There you go.
0: Um, But given that, like, you know, how you founded um, Ticket.com with a a lot of other people that is your age, was it scary to, like, go into, you know, being, starting a new um, uh, platform and being very young? Was there any stigma against you for being young?
2: Um, Of course, you know, uh, being young definitely uh, has its own challenge, right? But... Uh, but I think the main challenge is actually being very idealistic because usually younger people, we were very proud of ourselves and we were very, uh, we were very focused on our idea. You know, we always believe that our our idea is the best and it's actually the one that has to be executed. And that actually brings up a lot of problems because uh, when I, you know, after a couple of years in the business world, in the entrepreneur's world, I realized that. Apparently, we are nothing, you know? Uh, we as a human being ourselves, even though you think how, uh, whatever smart you are, apparently there are always people that's much smarter than you, and there are people that's always better than you, in all things, you know? So, I think uh, that's a very slippery slope for everyone. Uh, the biggest thing that we have is actually energy. Right. The biggest thing that we have is actually energy. Right. So younger people, uh, we have energy, uh, but in terms of experience, we don't have. Sorry, my kid is here.
1: (laughs) Um. So you said that being young, the biggest problem was uh, being like idealistic, right? And did that ever become an obstacle? And where you really Um, had like a wake-up call that this is a problem.
2: right? Uh, The partners, you know, in partnership. Uh, We're fighting to each other every single day, Uh, and I think and I think that's also a part of the process, you know Um, uh, In a way, uh, we have mentors that kind of help us kind of guide us throughout the journey Um, But again, you know like being young and being very foolish, right? So we just want to hit everything I I think I think that's that's the good thing about about young people because we had the energy and we just want to try things, you know. We want things fast. Uh, it's great, you know. It's great. Eh, bentar ya, bentar. I just need to 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 make a phone call. Is it okay to pause a bit? Yeah, sure. A minute, yeah. Sorry, bentar. Uh... Okay, guys, I'm back.
0: Okay, I think you left off on talking about how young people are really energetic and then um say so yeah. uh
2: well i think everyone is learning by doing you know uh it's it, it's okay to fail as long as you fail fast uh i think that's one of the good motto that uh, to bring in life you know uh, it's okay to fail but if you were to fail then better to fail fast right uh you do not prolong it right so if you have a conflict it's okay you know just just make it fast you know just just make sure that you you fix it fast. Uh, I think in, in, in our case also the same. Uh, me and my partners, we we do this together. Uh, we have problems before. Uh, it takes years. It took years to finally we kind of uh, appreciate one's, uh one another's uh, strength and weaknesses. You know. Uh, so yeah, I mean, like definitely, uh, there are, uh, it will it, it will grow it will definitely grow on you the process will be there it will take some time but it's okay you know Uh, but i think uh, one of the good ways to do that is actually to talk personally one-on-one openly and try to try to uh, try to let some of our ego down because i think uh, usually we have really high really big egos you know, trying to put that ego aside and just be open. What do you think you're good at? What do you think you're bad at? And just just talk about it. And then after that, decide uh, what is your main uh, uh, what is your main skill set that you want to use, and what is the vertical that you want to take. Uh, it will be best if if the partners. uh it will uh, be best if we have like different different uh, what do you call it um, different uh, goals, you know, different goals and different teams, right? So we can we can uh, we can do things our own, you know, uh, individually.
0: Yeah. On the topic of like how it took a few years before you got like comfortable and like started to have good teamwork with the rest of the founders, um, how long did it take until Ticket.com actually became uh-huh. profitable? Until you know it, it started to be way more easy on your end.
2: So. So, I think uh, for online business, right? In general, in general, the way we do things, part one is actually scale. So, we need to make sure that we can grow uh, to a certain scale that we want, right? Uh, for ticket.com itself, we actually did that for the past nine years, right? So, uh, I think until last year, we were actually growing very, very rapidly. Uh, so, in terms of profitable, uh, I mean, net, net profitable, probably not but actually we are already seeing uh, a very good net revenue coming right so uh, our prediction supposedly 2021 it will become profitable right so yeah i mean if you ask me it's quite a long a long time you know it takes around 9 9 years 9 years to uh, to get to that point but i think the good thing is actually this is always a choice whether you want to be profitable fast but then the scale of the business is small, or you can be profitable later, but the scale of the business is huge, right? So, those two are choices that entrepreneurs have to make. Uh, and I think it all depends on the industry, it all depends on the market, the size of the market, it all depends on the competitors as well, you know. Uh, for example, um, if we're selling an FB, uh, if it's an FB business, then we have to talk profitable, uh, profit from the very beginning, from the early days, right? So it's, it's very different business. Uh, but if you talk about uh, online selling, online online commerce, for example, in this case, uh, online uh, technology, the way I say technology, technology is an enabler. It's not necessarily an industry. You know, technology is always an enabler for every single industry, right? So why enabler? Because technology can make a business that used to be probably only, we can only cater customer within our city, right? But then because of technology, because of digitalization, then finally we can cater the whole nation, right? So the scale is so much bigger because if we, if we use, if we utilize technology to our advantage, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think like uh, going into like the realm of like entrepreneurship, doing business is like a, a it's a high risk but high reward. But given that like Ticket. Um, dot com takes a long time to become profitable, um, what continued to like motivate you and what kept you going even though like the road was so long to go
2: so i think in our case so uh, i think in our case uh i think the belief that uh, well first that, things first, uh, well, first, we, things first uh, we really believe, we believe, believe that this is what, what indonesian people mm-hmm. uh, uh, right you know if, if you want uh, uh, to if, if see, see, see the country the country moves forward then there has to be a, a solution for their travel because indonesia is too and people need to travel you know if we make things easy if we make things effective then the whole economy can move much faster so, uh, right so uh so we believe on that right and that's actually one of the reasons why, one of the biggest you know, reason why happen. we well, we have to do mm-hmm. what we, we know. have to do we know that we we impact impact. you know we know that we are impacting on the nation not just us so not
1: just, just, so not just, people,
2: not just we're just looking really for profit really but we actually impact really, impact really impacting the nation and the way people live that really motivates everyone uh in like, the country uh, yeah, uh, i mean like uh in uh, the company not, just
1: that, uh, not America,
2: just that but on top of that we also see the we also other seeing markets the, uh, other markets, country uh, and we uh, notice that, that in every country the there is the biggest online travel, travel. Mm-hmm. and they're very profitable you know, indonesia, No, it indonesia is it's just timing, right? it's just about timing right time. Uh, when and we want to be uh, that, to be one, or that one or two companies uh, that's profitable uh, that's and that becomes, and the, biggest becomes the biggest travel company just because, we can. just because we, we can. can you know yeah.
0: talking <clears throat> about like you know your social impact that i think is like really selfless of you to do that um what do you think your biggest impact is to the nation as a whole with ticket.com
1: Yeah, it's so amazing to see like, the big social impact and also like the success of Ticket.com. But like, uh, for the younger generation who wants to get into businesses but are afraid to take all the risks that it, it may all well take because of like, inevitable failure that might happen, uh, what advice would you give to them?
2: Uh, well, okay. So first things first, there are a lot of ways to be successful, right? And it's not, it's, and it's not just entrepreneurship. Uh, entrepreneurship is not for everyone. That's what I'm telling you. Not everyone can become a, a successful entrepreneur. But I believe everyone can be successful, right? So success, you, you uh, well, entrepreneurship, entrepreneurial, is not the only thing that can make you success. I think that's that's that, that that's what I'm trying to say. Um, but entrepreneurial mindset is very important for everyone to have, right? You you can be a professional working in a, in a company but you have an entrepreneur's mindset definitely you're going to be successful for sure right because entrepreneurs is about the ownership it's about uh it's about having that that, uh, that 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 feeling of ownership that's so big right that you really think that this is your life you know so you really, you really put all your heart you really put all your effort you really put all your time into making it successful. Even though it might not necessarily be your business, but if you can exhibit that mindset in everything you do, then you can be successful for sure. I've seen a lot of professionals that actually has, that's actually way more successful than entrepreneurs, right? A lot, a lot of them. And I think definitely is more than entrepreneurs, right? Uh, So yeah, I mean, my advice is actually do not force yourself to become an entrepreneur because i noticed that a lot of younger generations seems that everyone wants to be an entrepreneur um it's it's okay to try you know it's okay to try but uh do not blame yourself if you're not successful in becoming an entrepreneur definitely not because there are other ways to be successful um And I think if you're an entrepreneur, right? I think my advice will be it's gonna be a really, really tough journey, right? And I think your very first business, your very first business, first time you do business, you're gonna fail. 99.9% entrepreneurs they fail on their first business. Why? It's very simple. Because the first time you do things, you tend to be very um you tend to be very idealistic. You tend to feel that you know everything. You tend to want to do things your way, you know. And entrepreneurship is not about doing things your way. Entrepreneurship is about doing things what customer wants, right? So always, always use your customer hat on and put yourself in the customer's uh, perspective, whether whether it is something that uh, the customer wants to buy or not. Whether is it something that customer really cares about or not. You know, it's actually some very important questions for all entrepreneurs out there. Because it seems that a lot of people, they're just trying to become an entrepreneur and they're just doing whatever they can to be an entrepreneur. Even though whatever they're selling, apparently there is no demand for it. The customer doesn't really care about it. And uh, you know, definitely, it's not—it's not—it's it's not gonna be successful because of that, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> okay, yeah. But like talking about how to like make a successful mm-hmm. business, and I know that you know, in the end, um, after your multiple tries of making startups, Ticket.com did become successful. But how did you start? Yeah. Like, what inspiration yeah. did you have to start like this idea? What Sort of sparked your interest in travel in Indonesia.
2: Um, sorry, can you repeat like, us again? What inspired that again? you
0: to uh, go into like uh, travel and see this amazing opportunity in uh, Ticket. dot com?
2: Travel? Why travel? Yeah. Um. First things first, probably not everyone knows, but actually travel industry is almost as big as an e-commerce industry, right? So travel itself is actually very big. Uh, and I think that's also one of the major factors of uh, major uh, growth of economics. It also depends on that as well. So, uh, especially Indonesia. Indonesia is growing on the travel sector, and I think the industry just keeps, keeps, keeps growing even though there are lots of issues. Uh, For example, there is this COVID-19 situation. It's tough. But Indonesian domestic landscape is very strong. And I think domestic travel is going to be the winner. And uh, thankfully, we'll focus on domestic, right? So uh, that's actually one of the good things that we can do. Yeah. of course, I mean uh, this pandemic is definitely not easy for everyone, especially Ticket.com, right? Because the industry itself it drops by what 80, 90 percent. You know, uh, uh, it's not easy at all. But I think we're seeing a lot of positive things over here. Uh, one, I think the industry is being restarted. All the uh, all the uh, non-healthy competitors, uh, it's getting reset. So I think we're gonna have a good, good industry and competitions after this. Uh, Number two is that, uh, thankfully, we're actually very happy on domestic and that kind of becomes our strength point because I think starting from Q3, quarter three, the travel industry started to recover bit by bit, you know. Uh, I think Indonesians are very optimistic in general, uh, which can be a good thing and bad thing, you know. The bad thing is that our COVID-19 case keeps growing, But the good thing is that everyone is very optimistic about the economy recovery, right? Uh, Yeah, I mean, like, yes. uh, But I think uh, one of the best ways to see see COVID-19 is actually everyone experiencing this problem. You know, not just you, not just me, but I think everyone. And we are in this together, and I think we can definitely go through this together.
0: Yeah. Yeah um what has like ticket.com sort of like implemented in trying to adapt to the pandemic have you guys started like new strategies in order to like sort of survive as a travel industry right now
2: uh, well a lot of things that we can do uh, one thing is actually realizing that the travel industry is changing the priority uh, of people wants to travel, becomes different. Uh, it used to be all about pricing. It's all about price and price and price and promotions, you know. But right now, there are two other things that become very important. One is actually, uh, one is actually cleanliness hygiene. And that's the reason why we launched Ticket Clean. It's like a certification for our partners that already follows a certain procedure and standards. We just want to convince our customer that wants to travel they can travel uh, with a peaceful mind, right? Because it's already, for example, the hotel already been sanitized, uh, the procedure is there, social distancing is there, and all those things. So we know that these partners are following WHO standard, right? For COVID-19. That's one ticket clean. Number two is actually flexibility. So people need flexibility through this time, right? Because no one knows what's gonna happen tomorrow. And then they don't want to commit too much, so we launched this ticket flexi solution, which actually you can actually buy a really good price uh, of hotel room nights without choosing any dates. Right? This becomes so so you can buy a package of two nights, three nights, for example, of a very good hotel with a very cheap price uh, without having to to uh, without having to. Um, um, choose your dates, you know, uh, so no commitment on the dates, you can
1: use it for the next one year for example, so it's very flexible. Thank you so much Uncle Gary for taking the time out of your day for this for sure. uh, interview. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I think that's all for uh, from us today Yeah. and we just want to say thank you for your time.
0: And thank you for really no being like such an inspiration. No to both of us like you're such a a big role, role model, and i like I know for sure that you are like, inspiring so many other people our age as well yeah. with your success in Ticket.com.
2: don't worry you guys are still very young right but i think uh, but I think the most important part is actually trying to learn and keep learning. Uh, I just got this quote, which is I think very very cool uh, the most important part is actually knowing how well you live, how well you love, and I think the last part is, I forgot. Man, I totally forgot. Those are very cool, cool quotes. Uh, Oh, uh, um, knowing that how well you learn to let go, right? Not just learning, but actually learn to let go, right? Uh, I think that's also a part of life that, uh, you know, we kind of humble ourselves and learn from others, And also learn from our mistakes, right? There you go. Yeah. Thank you so so much much. for
0: your time and all the effort. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Bye. 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 Thank you. Bye. See you. you.